Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. Alexa, what is the baddest podcast in the land? Here's Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup, and that coffee is best two to 14 days after it's been roasted. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening and what you know good peoples? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest podcast in the land. We're hitting you with the dopest topics, the rawest opinion, while giving you the straight up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Press. We're giving sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On this episode, we'll be pulling back the curtain on our favorite Christmas movies and much, much more. Press was popping, baby. Man, dude, I'm getting in this holiday spirit, fam. How you doing, Uh-oh. bro? Man, I'm good, man. I had a uh, wife and I actually we had drove out there to uh, Milwaukee. There was a a, a uh, like a winter wonderland type forest preserve drive through thing. You can I know what you're talking about. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's that shit looked dope, man. How was it, man? It was it was actually pretty decent, man. You turned up your your radio on in your car on a certain tune and play Christmas music as you driving through. You have your lights off, man. It was actually pretty dope. I had to drive a couple hours for it, but it was it was pretty good. You know what? That drive to Milwaukee is not too bad. What did you all? You all brought a little uh, hot chocolate? Was you sipping hot chocolate together and listening to those tunes? We know what we stopped by. Where was we at? We stopped by a mall first and went to Freddy's. Okay. And we hey, grabbed something to eat, and then we—I think I had like a pop or something. A pop? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was uh? What was your favorite? What was your favorite song that they played? You know what, man? <laughs> you know what? They had little Michael Jackson, man. They had the Jackson Five playing. Oh yeah, you can't go wrong dope, with that. One. Yeah, yeah those, those are always my one. favorite, man. Yeah. Little Michael. Yeah, little Michael, boy, that boy, he had a voice on him, didn't he? Whew. Yeah, up on the rooftop is uh one of my favorites. Okay, yeah. Now that was cool, man. You know what? I haven't um I haven't gotten a chance to check out the lights or anything like that. I know that they um 
I know that they have something at Morton, Morton uh, Arboretum. Uh, I wanted to get over there and check that out. So maybe I'll do that this week, man. But what they got going on? So they just have it all decorated, man. They do like little uh, the, the lights and then they have different like little setups where they might have like some Santa or Christmas related, you know, stuff out there. So and, and that's a, like okay. a little cool little area for our audience. Like if you're looking for something to do where you can kind of socially distance. But, and if it's a, you know, somewhat warm day, you can, you know, be outside, walk around. It's kind of cool. I would say check it out if you, oh, if you get a man, chance. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I got a couple of days next week, man. I might, might do that. Yeah, man. It's a, it's like 10 bucks, man, to get in there. But it's, it's cool, man. I would definitely check it out. I may try to get out there as well. Yeah, because, you know, we always do the uh, Lincoln Park Zoo lights. But, man, them things went out. They sold tickets this year. Yep. And I heard man, they sold out things. quick. Yeah. It was like, well, we've been going there like seven years straight. So that's why we end up going out to this this place. Yeah, we might do another spot. We might think, well, yeah, we might we might hit that spot you're talking about. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, you won't, you won't. And then think about this, it's probably like about a 40 minute drive. You know what I mean? So it, it won't be too bad, but it'll be worth it, man. It's only 10 okay. bucks. I mean, what what was that? How much did it cost for that Milwaukee thing it was, out there? It was 20. It was 20 or 25, something like that. Woo-wee. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Jules making all the money over here. <laughs> <laughs> all that gas, Freddy's. Oh man. <laughs> Man, we saw Fred. It's like, man, get some Freddies, man. A little patty milk. Okay. <laughs> patty milk guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel you. I feel you. Well, man, dude, let's just jump into this episode, man. So uh, on this one, audience, man, we wanted to, you know, with Christmas, you know, being this week, uh, we wanted to, you know, talk with you guys about some of our favorite movies. But before we get into the nuts and bolts of it, man, Jules, you know, kind of thinking back to Christmas, man, I mean... As, as adults now, the holiday, sometimes, you know, it, it kind of loses its uh, its luster, right, if you will. Okay. But think back, man, when you were a kid, bro, what were some of, like, I guess some of your favorite memories as a kid coming up, man, oh, with, with Christmas? Man. Ooh, man, I got so many, but, man, I, I would just remember, remember uh, calling Santa, those little hotlines? Yep. When you was a kid, man, you used to call them up and... You know, you know, at the time we didn't know it was a recording, but you know, we talking to Santa and we make. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't real. <laughs> what, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to. Uh, <laughs> hey, little Lucy, if you listen to, do not listen to Jules. That recording is absolutely <laughs> yeah. real. You know what? You, you know what? It's so many people calling. I'm pretty sure he had helpers. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe that's the wrong ah, word I would use. I would say he go. had helpers. He there had helpers. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's a lot so, of work for one man to do. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So he had helpers. So so we was calling and and, and listening and, and, and talking to Santa and stuff and writing our list and like Santa man, this is what we want. We want this and that and this and that and laying out cookies and eggnog and listening, putting up helping mom with decoration and man, those memories just I love this time of the year and stuff because it's, everybody was so happy and just yep. cheerful and just you just people just want to talk and neighbors getting together, you know having a little contest who got the best decorations and stuff like that. Or the, or yes, the sir. Yes, sir. Man. Yes, Ooh. sir. Well, your granny, I bet she used to throw down this. Oh, man, dude. Man, I miss her, man, because... Ooh. See, now, we always have Thanksgiving over at uh, my grandmother's house. And my moms and stuff have Christmas over there. But my granny used to come over, man, and help. Man, my God. Man, if I can go back. You ain't got to tell me. I remember pulling up over there shit sometimes later on. Shit, that was meal number three. Man. (laughs) Dude, you remember, man? Yeah. Oh, man. I I just, 
Ooh, I, st- I still remember that, like uh, being down to you guys' basement space down there, man, playing video games and watching games dude, and shit, man. That, that was the spot. Fun. Yeah, that was the spot, man. We used to good, we, man, dude. We used to go on that basement, all of us. We used to, and used to have that. Uh, was it that uh, the little four way or whatever the case may be, man? We used to be all on the games, been watching movies, eating, laughing and stuff like that, talking, just tripping out, man, just having fun, man. Not a care in the world, just 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 living life, man. And man, them times is good, man. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, just thinking about that, I'm sitting over here smiling and shit, bro. Cause that's what life was yeah. simple, bro. Damn. Yeah. Was, damn. I would say for me, man, dude, like all I felt all of what you said there, man. Because when when I think about that shit, I think about Christmas Eve, man. You remember how Christmas Eve when you was a shorty, right? You know some shit's getting ready to pop off the next day, man. So you you be like going to bed. My mom, she used to do like the little cutout, you know, cookies and shit for Santa. Uh, she mm. would put out like a little eggnog. So similar to what you guys used to do, right? I would always get up in the middle of the night. Like, mom, if you listen, I'm sorry, but I used to get up in the middle of the night and eat the cookies. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so she probably always was wondering, man, where the hell, where the cookies go? It was me. But anyway, uh, I used to get up and do that. That was like my thing. I get up and eat the cookies and then I go back to bed. The the, the presents weren't even under the tree yet. So it was always like, I always wondered, where the hell Santa come drop these gifts off? Because this is like probably three in the morning. I just snuck up out of Uh here and ate these cookies, you know? Now, let me ask you something now. You ate the, you ate. Now, well, then you put the cookies out for Santa? Yeah, man. But shit, man. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I went to sleep smelling cookies and smelling my grandmother's cooking. I was hungry, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, man. It was. I didn't drink his eggnog, though. Yeah, I didn't drink his eggnog. Okay. All right. But definitely ate his cookies. So I, I did that. Um, but dude, man, just how you was talking about how your grandma used to throw down for Thanksgiving, man. My grandma, she used to have everybody over every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, right? And those were my favorite memories, man, as a kid, just basically because we didn't really get to see the family much through the course of the year. I mean, you know, everybody's working, doing their thing, right? People are all over the city, different states. But Thanksgiving and definitely Christmas was the, the one time every year that you could guarantee that you were going to see certain people in the family. So that was always really exciting, right? And I used to love those memories, man, because we don't we don't really get together like that anymore uh, for the holidays, man. So I really mm. cherish and kind of hold on to those to those moments, man. But yeah, man, I would say that and also putting the Christmas tree together uh, with my mom mm-hmm. every year. That shit was fun, right? The ornaments and stuff that we had as kids, man, they were kind of trash compared to what I have now. So, like, I, I could have known without some of those ornaments, mom. But did you get a did you always get a real tree or did you have an uh, artificial? No, man, they're artificial. Man, we had an artificial tree. It was silver. That motherfucker oh, nice. was tall, too. Yeah, it was tall. But no, you know what? Because uh, I, I got allergies and stuff, man, so... I don't know uh, if, uh, okay, if we'd have yeah. been able to hat that up in the crib. Did y'all y'all did the real tree? Gotcha. We did the real tree up until I want to say I was. I think my, I made it, I was probably twelve or thirteen, but younger yeah, as a kid and stuff like that. We always go and help. Uh, I want to say we went to Home Depot or we go to go to some of them lots. It wasn't Home Depot because I don't need to. Yeah, we went to some of those Christmas tree lots. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. And we used to go in there and look around and stuff and pick the tree out. And then, um, you know, the guy put the little wire around it. And I remember my mom, she gets, she got pulled over one year because, uh, <laughs> you know, we had a small car. Tree, and the tree, tree, was on, tree top. on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the tree was blocking the windshield, the rear view, the uh, back window. Yep, yep. 
and uh, and also was like, how can you see? You know, with, you know, if you can, I guess the tree was sliding down and stuff, man. Oh so no! I remember my brother, me and my older brother, we had to hold the tree driving home. Oh shit! How long was that? How long was that car? I, you know what? It wasn't. I think we was on Western at the time. It wasn't that long. Maybe ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the memories, man. I did not think about that until we started talking. Man, I forgot about that. That is hilarious, bro. Because I'm just I'm imagining this situation where they probably didn't have a tree tied down, right? So that shit moving, <laughs> sliding backwards. <laughs> you know, the officer he didn't give my mom a ticket, but you know we ended up pushing the tree back up and we was holding it. We was holding on by his branches while we was while we was going home. My mom was driving slow and stuff. Hey, <laughs> y'all got to work out that day. Oh man, dude, that is awesome, bro. Then remember, you always had to water them because it drink water like crazy. Yeah, those real yeah, but also too water. those those needles used to drop too on them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. you get, get all hard and stuff like that. You get you gotta keep watering them. And then I remember you tear up the vacuum cleaning because what after Christmas you you take the tree out and, and needles everywhere. You try and we had carpet and we try to vacuum and then just mess your vacuum clean up. Now that, that was rough, man, because the, you know you get to try to clean out the vacuum cleaner. You, you know, the old vacuums. They ain't like sophisticated. They ain't all high tech like it is now, man. Them no, man. Tear them vacuum cleaners up, man. Yeah, cause shit now, man. Shit, I don't even put touch a vacuum cleaner. I press a button and let that thing go to work in the room. Oh man. Oh damn. Yeah. You know we got one of those. I call them uh, J Five. J Five, Johnny Five, baby. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Five. <laughs> <laughs> I say, all right, J Five. Let's get this living room. Let's get to work. <laughs> <laughs> no days off. No. <laughs> Those things are pretty good, man, because it, it it remembers the room, right? So then it don't bump into stuff after a while, man. I think right. now I'm like, boy, you efficient, son. Man, I love life right now. But man, but, I but you know it. what? We were just over here talking about how life is simple. Now we over here talking about four hundred dollar uh, vacuums. <laughs> 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 Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But man, boy, man, prayers, boy, them memories there, man. Food and family and just gifts and 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 people and and man and the decorations and trees and lights and and then after afterwards you get your your gifts and stuff and you over there playing with the neighbors, you know, the neighbor kids and stuff like that you grew up with. Don't know remote control cars and all that stuff, man. Yeah, dude, I remember that. But the only bad part about some of the neighbors that we had is that motherfuckers used to like to try to steal, man. Because oh, maybe they, they they probably had a good Christmas like you had. I remember one time this kid Jerry, this dude like tried to steal. I had one of those. Remember those little uh, handheld Tiger games? I had like a, a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. I'm letting them play this thing. I, you know, I'm in the kitchen, you know, eating some pie. I come back. They're like, "Oh, Jerry, about to leave." I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool, Jerry." And then I like think for a second. I'm like, "Wait a minute, he had my game." This motherfucker walking down the street. I'm like, hey, <laughs> bruh. Damn. <laughs> he's oh man, my bad. I forgot. Okay, I thought he was playing it, walking down the street playing with it. No, he, no he, son. Oh, he was cuffing that bad boy. Yeah. So that's, that's what they audience, man. Well, you know, we grew up in the hood, man. That's, that, that stuff happens. It's real. So you know, sometimes with neighborhood kids, you gotta watch. You gotta watch. And Jerry think he all slick, man. It's a good thing he was watching. But I know you had your, your eye on that thing. You're like, man, I can't wait for all these people to leave so I can get get in this game. Dude, because that's all I used to do, man. I used to play them little Tiger games, man. That one and the football one. That one mm-hmm. was fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But those are, the, those are the simple times, man, because now 
these video games are all sophisticated in our real life, but those things, all you would do is just like move somebody side to side. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It was real simple. Real but simple. you know what? I sit and play that shit for hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you didn't have the rechargeable. Uh, uh, you plug it in like you do now. Rechargeable batteries are, uh, well, like you have now, you actually got to put batteries in them things. Yeah, so actual batteries. Oh, yeah. Actual batteries, yeah. So I used to, you used to have to keep the batteries on deck back in the day. Mm-hmm. Man, you used to play the mess out of them things. I still yeah. have one. Do you? Which which one mm-hmm. you got? I got the little football one. The one that looked like little pegs, look little, yep. little blocks. Yep. The the seventies, the seventy version of uh, handheld game. Do it still work? Yep, still work. Because they still sell them. They still sell them things. Oh, oh, I thought it was like the one you had from you oh, got no, no, you got no, one. Now no. I was gonna say, like, boy, you better put that thing in, you better <laughs> no. put that thing in, in ice and plastic and no. Ooh. But I do have an old remote car I had when I was a kid. It's broke, but I still had it. I just have so, it up on my, my window ledge. Audience, I'm gonna I'm gonna see a little bit about how, how Jules was living. Was it the remote control that had the string attached to it, or was it the remote control that was on his own? <laughs> No, man, there was no string. That thing can't go nowhere, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I had one of them shits. I was walking around with that motherfucker, bro. <laughs> no, man. I was over here with was... that damn remote car. Like, wherever you go, I go, fam. Because we, we gonna walk around this whole fucking house together. No, I, I mean, I had I had one of those, but I also have a... Uh, 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 I think it's called Tyco uh, by Tyco or something like that. Yep. If I, if that I'm was correct. the good one. Yeah, and they have a uh, little tracks like a tank, but it was a car. Man, that thing was dope, man. Oh man, that's funny. I, I'm sitting over here, man. Now we having this conversation. I'm thinking back to all kinds of crazy stuff I had as a kid. But that that remote control car with the string, man, that shit was one of the worst mm-hmm. ideas ever was made. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, man. Well, I gotta nah, walk with this car. Go. Well, I, well, I gotta walk nah, it don't with this. It, it don't go too fast, and then yeah, you gotta walk with it, man. I'm like walking a car like I'm walking a dog. Like that shit was crazy, bro. Thinking back on it, I ain't think nothing of it at the time. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, I gotta run with this shit. Okay, now I'm running with the damn car. I'm like, this is crazy. This is not fun anymore. I'm tired. What are we doing, man? Hey, hey, Prez. I know, dude. Man, since we on this, man, tell me how many He-Man figures you had. Oh, come on, man. Talk to me. You knew I was the biggest He-Man fan ever. Casco Grayskull, bro. Come on, son. Dude. Bro, that motherfucker was the shit. She-Ra was the shit. That was that was my stuff back then. You, man, you, now, you, now, one thing I will say, Jules, I, and I, you probably don't remember this, but when I was in first grade, our house uh, had burned down. And so I lost oh, all man. of my He-Man shit, right? And uh, bitter moment, getting ready to come. Man, when they got the insurance money, man, ain't nobody replaced none of my He-Man stuff, bro. They, they bought me a big Alf doll, and that was it. I'm like, man, I had like 20 He-Man figures over here, and I, I ain't getting none of them back. So, Mom, I still want my He-Man action figures back. Oh, man, dude, man. I'm sorry. No, I never knew that, man. Damn. But I will say this, though. He-Man, that was the, he was that dude, bro. He Ooh, was that dude. Man, man, we used to grab them He-Man action figures, man, and I always been Skeletor. My brother was He-Man, and... We was always used to battle it out, man. And then you had the little, the, the little remote, the remote control cars or yep. the little, I forgot the name of them things. But man, we used to, yeah, the Castle Grayskull and stuff. Prez, them, them days were fun, man. Them days oh, you, fun. You, can't, you can't beat them days, man. No, because that, no. And, and I don't even sound like the, the old guy here, man. But I, I look at kids now, man. I look at their cartoons and I look at all their fancy stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's cute. But I was like, man. 
Mm-hmm. I remember the days, man, when our action figures didn't do anything. We had to do the work for them. Now all y'all right. stuff do we stuff. To, right. Dude, you hit it right on the head, man. We have to create the imagination for these things to, to be fun. Like, you know, make things, just the stuff that you have in the room to make, to use, to, to make it a, a, a like a live, like type of a fighting scene or something like that, man. It created, it created your imagination to expand and stuff, man. You know, we didn't know no better. It was just, man, we just having fun. We using anything. Mom's pots and pans, dad's <laughs> tools and stuff like that, man. We's using everything, man. Yeah, I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, my grandma used to always yell at me. She's like, boy, put that pot back. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, nah, this is a flying saucer. We need this. We got to travel through time. <laughs> yep. You know what? One more, one more funny story for you. You may get a kick out of this one. I just thought about this shit, too. So um, I was in the, the gospel choir as like a kid, right, at church. And there would be times like during like the holidays, man, because my grandmother used to watch uh, Reverend Hinton on Channel 38. You okay. know, remember the yeah. minister that used to sweat yeah. and all that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I used to do fake sermons like Reverend Hinton. And I'll put on the choir robe and I like set up like a little fake pulpit. And I'd be in there fucking doing my thing, wiping fake sweat away from my forehead, man. That was another memory I forgot all about. My mom used to love that shit. And then after a while, it wasn't fun anymore because then she wanted me to, she trotted me out and had me doing that for relatives and stuff. I'm like, it's not fun anymore, mom. I, I just, just like to do this okay. just because, you know, now now I got all this pressure to perform. Uh, this ain't real. <laughs> Dang. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you was like, man, I was just doing it just to have fun. Now you got audience like, whoa, wait a minute now. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm like, now, now I got people that's over here judging me and critiquing how good I am with the impersonation now. So I'm like, nah, this ain't fun no more. So I'm like, we got to retire this. Yeah. <laughs> put the robe up. Yeah, put the robe up. Put that in the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> when my grandma passed and we were going through and clear, clearing out the house, I saw that robe in one of them closets. I was like, man, I didn't even know we still had this thing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I think did my, you ever I, want to put it back on, man? Man, I can't fit that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wishful thinking, bro. <laughs> nice. Oh, Jules, you oh, hilarious, man, cool, bro. Man. Yeah, man. But man, that's cool. Yeah, those those are the times, man. But let's uh yeah. let's let's get into the episode a little bit, man. So oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. I want to talk to you about some of my favorite Christmas movies, and I definitely, definitely mm-hmm. want to hear yours, bro. This is gonna be fun. We haven't done one of these episodes in a while. So I'm gonna just kick things off, man. So okay. my number five favorite Christmas movie, and this hear me out, audience, is the preacher's wife. Ooh, okay. Yeah, right now, I'll tell you one thing, uh, Jules, on this one. It's a real simple story, right? But I thought mm-hmm. it was perfectly cast because you had like Denzel and that boy. You had Whitney Houston. You had Courtney B. Vance, Lionel Richie, Loretta Devon, and even uh, Whitney Houston's mom was in it as well. So I was like, man, this is an awesome cast of people that's in here, right? Um, the movie was super upbeat and it had a nice mix of like kind of like a Christmas tale, but it had original content because I don't know if you remember, but this was kind of like a remake from a, a classic movie back in the day. It was The Bishop's Wife, I think. But in this movie, like for any of our audience that maybe haven't seen it, it came out in 96. And the premise behind it was that Denzel Washington's character, I think his name was Dudley. He was an angel. He came to earth and uh, he helped the preacher save his church and kind of helped this guy reconnect with his family. Because I think this guy, he was so much into his church and helping his community 
that he kind of lost sight of like his home and his kids and mm-hmm. his wife. Okay. And so basically Denzel's character was supposed to kind of come in and kind of like help this guy remember what's really important. But now the plot twist on this whole thing was Denzel and Whitney Houston, they started to kind of feel each other. So while he came down and supposed to kind of help this guy reconnect with his wife, he started to like Whitney a little bit. And I ain't gonna lie to you when she was singing them church songs in, in, in the damn choir. I was like, shit, Dudley, I'm with you, fam. Because that motherfucker, oh, man. that motherfucker, who she could sing. Okay. Remember when man, she was I, like, remember she sung, I love the Lord. I was like, listen, I ain't been to church in some time, but Whitney, I'm with you. Sing that shit. <laughs> man. Dude, I haven't seen the preacher's wife in years. Wow, it's I gotta check one, it right? out, man. Yeah, it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, it's a good one. I remember, yeah, it's a good one, man. I gotta check it out, man. Whitney, man, she would before time, man, because she was that was a talented woman, boy. So talented. talented. So talented. And uh, I would say, too, if you think back that, to that movie for anybody that has seen it or even people that maybe may check it out after hearing this, Denzel and Whitney, they had really dope ass chemistry in that movie. It was mm-hmm. a really good vibe. Right. And as I mentioned, those choir scenes in that movie for anybody that likes really good singing, definitely check it out for that. Because that shit was cool. And uh Whitney Houston, her singing always gives me chills just in any in, way. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the last thing on this movie, Whitney Houston's mom in this movie was hilarious because she had like a lot of little wisecracks because she was peeping that like Denzel Washington's character was kind of filling Whitney Houston a little bit. So she's basically like letting her know like, hey, while you're doing that window shopping, make sure you don't buy. So letting her ass know. Uh, <laughs> 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 little hints in there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Because you know what? That, that should be real, man, because you always got the wisecracking mom or, you know, grandmother mm-hmm. or whatnot. So, no, nah, man, that's that's my yeah. uh, that's my number five, man. Preacher's Wife, I would just say, is not one that people probably readily think of when they think of uh, Christmas movies. But, man, that's 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 my that's my joint right there. No, that's a dope one. I like that, man. Dude, you make me want to go check. I'm, a, I'm definitely watching before uh, Christmas hit, man. Because... Oh, shit, look at this. So I got, I got, so Jules is going to check out Morton yeah. Arboretum this next week, and he's mm-hmm. going to pull up and, and watch some Preacher's Wife. Yeah, because, man, like you was talking about Whitney singing, man. Oh, man, I I, I, I missed that. I missed that. I got to listen to it. Dude, it's, so it's, I'm it's, definitely, I'm definitely yeah. going to check that out. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, her, her voice, and like you said, gone too soon. But when you look at her, man, I'm like, in that movie, it's just, it was just something about, like, the way she just kind of was like, it was almost like, I'm like, damn, she's like royalty. Like, in that movie, I'm sitting up here watching her like, it's like she floated across the screen to me. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be a fanboy, but I'm like, Whitney is literally floating across the screen. How is this possible? She's so dope. So, mm-hmm. that that's, man, that movie is so cool to me. Okay, man, that's a good one. Man, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'll tell you, I'm going to watch it, too. I'm going to let you know, too. Okay, let me know. <clears throat> I might, I might uh, watch it, too. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what, what you got for me, man? Man, I, you know what? I went a little back and... I know you remember this, uh, Prez. I know there's going to be people that's going to be listening to this like, I ain't never heard of that, but it's all right. I'm going to put you on it right now. And this is Fat Albert's Christmas special. Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 1977. Yes, I'm telling my age. 1977, man. Fat Albert Christmas special. Of course, the uh, the voice of Fat Albert is Bill Cosby. Dr. Bill Cosby. D- yep, doc- Dr. Bill Cosby. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want him coming at me now. Man, so... <laughs> So Fat Albert, I won't say it's kind of like your 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 hood version of of Charlie Brown, I would say. Yeah, Fat Albert, you had Mushmouth, you had Dumb <laughs> Donald, you had Rudy, Weird Harold, Bucky, Bill, man. So you had the uh, Fat Albert and, and, and the kids. So they had a clubhouse and they was rehearsing a Christmas play. But of course, there's always a Scrooge. The person that the clubhouse is on, the, the property owner, his name is Mr. Tyrone. 
And yeah, he was one of them. He was older. He was you know about them Tyrones. <laughs> you know, he was a Scrooge. He just didn't like it. So he was going to tear down the clubhouse. He want them kids gone, and he's going to tear down the clubhouse. So Fat Albert and the kids was all, all bitter and stuff and didn't know what to do. Well, just so happened, a kid knocked on the door. Fat Albert opened it up, and the kid, I think his name Marcus or Melvin, I forgot, said that his mom and dad, car stopped on him. They're from out of town. His father lost his job. His mom is pregnant, and they don't have no place to go. So Fat Albert was like, yeah, no, come on inside. Get out the cold. And she's due any, any minute. So here's these kids trying to figure out <laughs> what to do. Now, the man don't, doesn't work, so they don't have any money. So Fat Albert told uh, Rudy, or Dumb Donald, one of them, he told one of the, one of the partners, hey, take, take the father to the hospital and see what, what they can do. Fat Albert going to go talk to Tyrone because he was like, man, he can't tear down this thing because we got a family here. Then the wife is, be- is getting ready to have a baby. So you can't turn turn down this this clubhouse. So what I liked about the movie is when Tyrone he was bitter, he was old, and he was telling Fat Albert, "No, you know what? They 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 they, they clubhouse is going down and stuff." Here's come this dude named Mudfoot. His name was Mudfoot, <laughs> and Mudfoot jumped on on Tyrone like, "Listen, like man, you just bitter and stuff like that. Why are you so bitter? Why are you so hateful and stuff like that?" And Fat Albert said this. He said, you know what? It's not Tyrone's fault. His, his wife has passed, and he had nobody to love him. Even after all that, Tyrone, after all Tyrone was being mean to Fat Albert and his partners and stuff like that, Fat Albert still showed remorse and compassion for, for Mr. Tyrone. I thought that was amazing in that car, out of a cartoon. So Mudfoot told Tyrone, he said, what would you do? What would your wife think of you now? If she had, if she saw you, look, she looking down at you and saw what you was doing. And that right there, he was like, what to do? He said, just be nice or something like that. And then, you know what? Tyrone went back to the, to the clubhouse, offered the, the, the husband a job, took the wife to the hospital. She had the baby and stuff. And everything was, uh, you know, everybody lived happily ever after, man. It was a good cartoon, Christmas cartoon, man. Yeah, well, I think a couple of things to kind of take note of, of the kind of like that breakdown is is uh, Mudfoot and, and, and Fat Albert and the fact that mm-hmm. just because this guy was basically treating them like shit, they still kept trying to work with the guy and still trying to, you know, help him understand, hey, <laughs> we just trying to spread some joy here. You know what I'm saying? And it got him to kind of break down a little bit on his being a Grinch, right? Mm-hmm. So in the end, I mean, the thing about it is a, a silver line that I could take from that is in today's times, right? Just learning how to work with each other. So I think that's a really great uh, parallel in that in that story. Back in the days, man, cartoons and these sitcoms had meaning when you watched them. Of course they did. Now it's just mind-numbing shit that parents put their yeah. kids in front of to, to keep the kids from fucking with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, you know, the baby, hey, go watch this, man. That's their babysitter or hand them an iPad or whatever. Oh, uh, so but, disgusting. But yeah, but, but like you said, those cartoons and shows even. I mean, think back mm-hmm. to when we used to watch different strokes and all those different shows, man. They, them things had themes to them, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff that I still remember. I still remember that episode when when Arnold, when that, that damn weird dude had Arnold uh, taking his shirt off and he was taking pictures of it. I'm like, man, I ain't going to All no pet right. store. Yeah. I'm like, uh-uh. Right. You dude. remember that? Yeah. And then about bullying and stuff. What was it? The, 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 the Gucci. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I remember the Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> the Gucci. <laughs> man. And yeah, he used to punk the shit out of Arnold ass. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but yeah, man, but that, yeah, but that right there, man, if people, you haven't seen it, man, check out that. You can go on YouTube and watch Fat Albert Christmas Special, man. It's, it's a good, it's only 20, about 20 minutes. So it's not that long. So. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I, I remember seeing that when I was, when I was younger, man. That was a long time ago, though. But I definitely used to love watching Fat Albert, though. Oh, man, I got to I gotta hit you with one real quick. I'm going Bad Santa for my next one. Oh, man. This one right here, Jules, came out of 2003. Uh, and I'm not going to kind of give you guys the, the full uh, synopsis of the movie. I'll just kind of break it down a little bit. But oh. generally, it's just a con man and his partner. And uh, he had like a little helper. And what they what they were trying to do is they were basically posing as Santa and his helper to rob, you know, department stores on Christmas Eve. But they immediately obviously run into uh, to issues with the scam. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, who plays Santa, he befriends a like little troubled kid. And so the reason why I like this movie so much, Jules, is the fact that, man, you know how Billy Bob was in this movie. This dude, he was he was ruthless, man. He was drinking and sleeping with women and doing whatever the hell he wanted to do. but this little kid actually believed that he was Santa Claus, right? And I think because of that, it got Billy Bob over time to realize like some of the stuff that he was doing, he needed to kind of change his ways. And I thought that that shit was like really cool. And there were some really good people in this film. So you had Billy Bob Thornton, of course. You had Tony Cox, who played Santa's little helper. He's funny as hell. He was also in Friday. Um, but you had John Ritter in the film. Rest in peace, John Ritter. And you also had Bernie Mac. Rest in peace as well. I mean, you had some really, really good people in, the, in this film. I just remember seeing the trailer of this movie, man, back in the day. And I was like, man, as soon as this movie comes out, I got to go see it. And I did. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, can I say ahead. something? Can yeah, I say something? It. Don't hate, don't, don't make fun of me. I had never seen Bad Santa. Well, I mean, I ain't going to hate on you. I would just say add that to your list next week. <laughs> okay. Add that to the list. Maybe, I maybe watch it. that before Purchase Wife, and you're gonna okay. laugh. You're gonna laugh your ass off. Man, I got you, man. Because my brother actually was telling me about Bass, and, and I told him, I said, "Dude, I never." And he looked at me, he said, "Dude, where you been?" He said, "Bass, and will have you on the floor, man." You will be on. You you gonna be on the floor. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not. I don't come at people like that because you remember, I'm still the person that has only seen one uh, Star Wars movie, and that was the one that I saw with all of you all when we went to Terror Hope that time. Okay, so, gotcha. And I wouldn't have saw that if we weren't all doing that because that's how much of a team player I am, audience. That I watched a movie <laughs> with these guys that I didn't give a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I wouldn't come for you like that. I would just say. Check it out. You won't be uh, disappointed, man. There's going to be some people that may seem, you know, that may say, oh, man, this movie is kind of crude because it had, like, you know, a lot of profanity, a lot of dark <laughs> moments and bad people and stuff like that. But I would say, man, at the heart of it, man, it's just basically a movie <laughs> where you see a guy that basically was, like, kind of, like, fucked up, for lack of better words, down in his luck and really just, like, the epitome of somebody that needed some therapy. And you see over the course of the uh, of the movie how he changes his lifestyle. Um, and I thought that that was really cool. Um, especially, you know, when he saw that, man, this kid actually believes that I'm Santa. And I kind of like, I'm going to make a parallel real quick about just like in today's times when people have a, a platform, I think you have a responsibility to, you know, step it up and actually, you know, do something with that platform. And I think in this movie, mm -hmm. when he started to see like, wait a minute, I got this suit on. This kid basically has hope because of me. And he's a troubled kid. 
I need to do more so I don't disappoint this kid. You know what I mean? And I thought that that was kind of cool. And that's kind of what I oh, took that's from dope. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, I'm definitely checking that out, man. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. And you're going to get some good laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> oh, that's what's up, man. We need it, man. Yes, sir. What you what you got well, next? All right. Man, I know you've seen this, man, and that's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the animated version. The, uh, the old one, and I, the 66 one. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was always my oh, that was always my favorite as a kid coming up. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Now everybody know there's like there's different version of it because you had Jim Carrey uh movie version came out a few years uh a, a, six seven years ago, then they came out with another version uh maybe last year animated. So it's different versions of it, but all is still the same. You know, you got the Grinch who just hate Christmas, and though you get the Who Village, the Who Fat uh, community love Christmas. I mean, really love it, man. They have the whole town decked out and stuff like that. And over there in Whoville and the Grinch can't stand, stand it. He's all the way up in a cave by himself. Just him and Max's dog. He came up with the uh, idea. You know what? I'm going to take Christmas from him. You know, he he put on the Santa outfit like Bad Santa. He put on that Santa outfit. He dressed up Max in a little reindeer. Went down there. Took all everybody's presents and stuff and went back to his, his, uh, his uh, cave. But something happened. Even though, again, even though they woke up Christmas Day and they didn't have any presents, they were still, they were still cheerful. They all went to the center, the center of the town and started singing. And the Grinch saw this and was like, wow, Christmas to them is not about packages or gifts or food and all this stuff. It's just, just, just enjoying each other and just loving one another. The meaning of, you know, that meaning of Christmas and stuff like that. So he, his heart grew three times his size and he went back there and started handing out presents and he even carved a turkey. They set him at the head of the table and he carved, carved a turkey. So I thought that was a cool, cool uh, uh, cartoon, Christmas cartoon. Yeah, that was dope, man. And I would say too, the music in that shit is really good. And um, uh-huh. for its time, the animation is dope, mm-hmm. you know? So no, that's, that's a really good one. And it's timeless because you got to think about that, man. They've had so many different remakes of the Grinch that stole Christmas, but that are that one from 66, man, that that's a good one, bro. Appreciate it, man. I, man, I can watch that every time. Come on. I can, I can watch. That's a good one. So man, I feel like you're going to be busy next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? The funny thing about it, man, I've been watching Christmas movie all last week and stuff, you know, it's been coming up and stuff, man. But they've been pretty much playing the same thing, you know, Gremlins and all that stuff. So, but yeah, but 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 man, Preacher's Wife and Bad Santa, that's on my list. One of the things I was going to say, uh, just real quick on my next one. Okay. I went back a little bit, man, from when we was like shorties. So my next one is A Christmas Story. Came out in 83. My man. Bro. I ain't mad at you. Thank you, sir. Bro, this is kind of like, this movie, the reason why this one's on my list, it kind of sums up kind of some of what we talked about in the earlier part of the episode. We talked about some of those memories that we had as from our Christmas times and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. this movie is Lil Ralphie. I love this movie because, dude, the whole movie, Lil Ralphie's trying to uh, convince his parents, uh, his teacher and Santa, that a new rider BB gun would be the perfect <laughs> Christmas gift for him. The shit is so dope because this kid was so committed. He wanted this thing so bad. And it just reminds you of when you was a kid, when you was putting together your little mm-hmm. wish list mm-hmm. and the stuff that you wanted and why you would convince your mom about why you needed X, Y, Z, right? Because, you know, the first thing they're looking at that list, they're like, well, how much this going to cost? No, you don't need that. 
So then, <laughs> so little Ralphie though the whole time, and little Ralphie, he should have been a salesperson because he finessed all of them, bro. I remember when he mentioned uh, at the dinner table, basically uh, about wanting to get the gun. And what his mom said, she said, "I don't know about that because you're gonna shoot your eye out." Man, right? <laughs> Everybody was telling him. <laughs> Everybody, right? But. It was also kind of cool because it showed the imagination of a kid because he fantasized being the Red Rider and catching bad guys, right? Yep. And I thought that was really cool, man. So he schemed, he got the BB gun, and I would just say, man, anybody that, that watches this movie, or if you haven't, what this movie is going to do is going to bring back all the, the memories, basically, of a, your childhood, right? Of the things that was yes. on your wish list, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and then, dude, the other part about this movie that was so cool was seeing Ralphie's face on Christmas when he unwrapped it and he saw that he got that gift, bro. Man, you can relate. You can relate. You can relate. You can relate to that, man. That that movie there, man, it, relatable. Relatable. Because his dad came through in the clutch, didn't he? Yeah, he did. His pops knew what's up, man. He was like, Yo. he said, what did he told? He told his wife, he said, he had one as a kid, you know. Exactly. He had to talk to her, like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know how I go. Yeah. <laughs> but and then also too, remember how it ended. It remembered him dreaming back and, re- and remembering that gift, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like the narrator kind of speaking in his grown voice. And then that was kind of like what he remembered, like, man, that was the best Christmas that he ever had. And to be honest with you, Jules, in the beginning part of the episode, we talked about our childhood memories and to be honest, Christmas was cool now. Don't get me wrong. Cause I still like getting together and, and opening gifts and enjoying, but the true mm. meaning of Christmas, bro, is what we talked about in the beginning part of this episode. That will always be Christmas to me. Yes, sir. Thinking back to those yes. early days, man, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Cause like you said, we was talking about it and we were both, I can hear, I can hear you smiling over there. You know what I'm saying? And see that we was both just reminiscing and just, like, oh, man, our eyes are lit up and stuff like it was yesterday. And no memories we can take for the rest of... We, we can be talking... 90 years old, still thinking about... If we can remember. Still thinking about these Christmases <laughs> and stuff like that. And still had that same smile. Boy, that's that meaning right there you was talking about, Chris. Even with the remote control car that had the, the <laughs> cord. <laughs> Ooh-wee. What hey, you going to be next? <laughs> Ooh. Hey man, I'm I'm gonna send you some prayers for Christmas. I ain't gonna tell you what it is, but hey man, that that court, that remote control, remote control car with that court. Hey man, hey, we need to bring that out, man. <laughs> <laughs> man hey, I'm gonna go outside with it too. <laughs> oh, yeah, your neighbor's gonna be like, what in the world? <laughs> well, they already say that shit, but you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This time, this time I'll just be out with my toy car. <laughs> what press got going on over there? He got a car with a string to it. And he run it down like, and he run it down the block with it. Yeah, they get hey, he's just running down the block with hey, he ain't even, he ain't even on the floor. You just got the cord in your head, just running with it. Just running. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know they got cars now, but cars now, man, you put gas and them things are flying. Oh, I be seeing that shit, man. Them things are crazy fast. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. T- technology, man. Yeah. Maybe I'll put that on my list this year. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. See, so, see, what, see what Santa give to Jules. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to call him, too. Don't forget. You know the number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, 
I forgot, man. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I, forget, I forget. My brother used to call. Man. I used to just write letters. Okay. Yeah. Man. So so my next one on, on the list, man, I get I get Scrooge with Bill Murray. Okay. Okay. Came Talk to him. Come on, 1988, man. I'm just a Bill Murray fan, man. And I just love how he he was a uh, 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 TV executive uh, producer and stuff like that and running this this uh, network. And, you know, just don't like Christmas. Just don't like Christmas. He's a Scrooge. So it, this one right here, okay, it, 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 it based off the novel of uh, A Christmas Carol by uh, Charles Dickens. Yep. So Frank is being visited by three ghosts. You got the ghost of uh, Christmas past, present, and future. So, of course, the, the, the ghost of present, I mean, past took him back to his childhood and when he was happy and this and that. The ghost of present took him, you know, to right now times and stuff like that. And, of course, future took him, hey, this is where you're going to go if you keep acting this way. So he wised up. Well, he got scared the living crap out of because at the end, they had him in his deathbed. They're burning up in his uh, uh, cremated. He was being cremated. So he woke up. The favorite part of <laughs> the favorite part of the movie to me, he was banging on that coffin, yep. being burnt alive. That elevator door opened up. <laughs> like, I'm alive. And then dude played by a Bobcat, uh, played a Bobcat, uh, I forgot his last name, shoved a shotgun in his face. He said, not for long. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, hey. But Bill Murray was just so on, on 10 of being alive and stuff, man. He grabbed it. He said, what is this? Are you happy to see more shotgun? And took it and threw it. And he started spinning him around and say, listen, I'm going to give you a raise. I'm going to give you double your salary and stuff like that. And he just went on and had just the meaning of Christmas just all right there. there. He said, he get it now. He said, man, everybody who believe in this Christmas spirit, man, it's not just for Christmas, but it's forever and stuff like that. I thought that was, I thought that movie was dope, man. And what did you think about that talking taxi driver? All the talk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, right, man, right. All that stuff was funny, right, right. Man, you got, yeah, you got the talking taxi, right. The talking taxi driver who just, who just be treating them and stuff, man. And, and you had the, uh, the, uh, the Goes of Christmas present. How how she kept beating on him to 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 go to different levels. She would have to hit him, <laughs> and she hit him with his with her fist, knocked him upside the head with a toaster and stuff. Man, man, that movie is man, that movie is fun. Man, that was a good movie. Man, I liked it. I would say to me, this is about to be a controversial take, maybe to some outside of Ghostbusters. I think this is probably one of his most hilarious uh, movies that I've seen him mm-hmm. in. And he's been in a lot of good ones. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I would say outside of Ghostbusters. This was hilarious, man. All right, man. Well, shit, that was a good one, bro. That was a good one. And so far, I got no. I get you. You brought about nothing but heat so far. So good shit, man. My uh, my next one is Home Alone. Came out in nineteen ninety. Shout out to the Wet Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> Wet Bandits. Remember them dudes, <laughs> man. Hey, you know the funny story, real quick. Yeah, I went on a. I went on a job. It was a domestic. And the female said somebody broke, well, she said her, her boyfriend broke in and left the uh, water running. I said, damn, he a wet bandit? And she looked at me like, what's a wet bandit? I said, home alone. I said, they, every time they break in, they always leave, the, they stuff, uh, 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 they plug up the uh, drain and leave the water running. It was their, uh, it was their claim to fame. Yeah, that was their MO right there. So 
So I said that. I said that she had a look. I said home, but she was young. So I was like, ah, never mind. <laughs> also, too, she probably was like, officer, I'm not in a joking move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I try to go in. I try to go in and kind of lighten the mood a little bit, man. You said, was he a wet bandit? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, so but with Home Alone, I mean, anybody that doesn't have this on their favorite list, you know, I, I just I kind of wonder if you got good taste in movies. So what I like about this movie is dope to me because this is every kid's dream, right? To be like left home alone where you don't have to basically have rules, right? You can eat dessert mm-hmm. for fucking breakfast. You can do whatever the hell you want to, right? Kevin in this movie got left alone at home, right? Remember when he said, he he got mad because he got into it with his family. He got sent away to his room because I think he got into it with Buzz, right? And yeah, Buzz is always yeah. kind of a hater, man. I didn't like Buzz too much, but anyway. Yeah, but he was a bully. He, he was, was a bully. bully. I'm like, bro, come on. So, but remember, he got sent to his room. And so Kevin was pouting, right? And he was just like, man, what'd he say? I, I just wish that, um, that I didn't have a family, right? Mm-hmm. Then he goes to sleep. He wakes up. He's looking for everybody. Them motherfuckers left him, G. Because remember, he slept. That house was so damn big. He slept in some area way away from where everybody was at. Because remember, he didn't want to sleep with Fuller because Fuller used to always pee in the bed and shit. Yeah, remember right, that? Hey, right. Was he in the attic? He was like in the attic or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. yeah. He said, west the bed. I yeah, wouldn't sleep on neither. Oh, because Fuller was killing them Pepsis, bro. I'm like, Fuller, <laughs> Fuller, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dude, this movie was really cool because think about the cast of people. So obviously, you had Macaulay Culkin. But mm-hmm. you had Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is that dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Stern, Catherine O'Hara. And, dude, it was so, so cool. Um, but the whole thing about this movie that I liked it was just the fact that this kid basically was, like, living his best life until these burglars, the wet bandits, targeted their house. And to be honest with you, listeners, if you see that Home Alone house, you would have wanted to rob that shit, too. Because oh, yeah. remember, remember, Joe Pesci was casing the house in, in advance, and then they, he found out that they was going to be on vacation, which, which for any listeners out there, man, if you don't know people, don't be telling me your damn business. They're over there telling people that you're going on vacation. Right, because he he dressed up as what? He dressed I, up as something like a... He was uh, a cop. He was, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and they telling him, they telling all their business, and he's sitting up there with that smile, like, I will be back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he said that was he said that was the mother lord right there. He said that's the, the biggest house on the block. I would say this, man. Uh Catherine O'Hara's character in the movie was funny, man, because she was always like so like every time you saw her in the scene, she was like frazzled. She just looked like she was super stressed out. And, and looking back on the movie now, man, I was stressed out just like listening to her speak because I'm like, dude, she is so wound up tight. And another thing I'm gonna say too, man, she's a good ass mom, not in the sense that she left her son. But the simple fact of the matter was that whole entire time when they were going to Paris, all she wanted to do was get back to Kevin, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, man, that's fucking dope right there. She was like, oh, fuck this trip. <laughs> get us back. <laughs> man, that, that movie there, man, that was, that's one of my favorite too, man. Because like you said, dude, that, that Home Alone, man, how he was just 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 left there how he was handling it and 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 doing things man that was that was a pretty good one that's a pretty good movie to and to be honest with you remember the uh the video games and stuff that they came out when you was like setting the booby traps to uh to get the robbers right, and stuff like that right right man that was so fun man 
Yeah, it was fun watching them getting getting uh, was it feathers in the face uh, in the face or getting yep. stuck to the uh, stair, flaming <laughs> flaming the top of Joe Pesci's head. Oh man, man, he used to treat them boys, man. The, the bowling ball. <laughs> hey man, they hey they 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 really wanted that house because I'd have left. It wasn't worth it. No, it worth it. no, it's too much, too much. Them dudes were dedicated, man, because I'd have been like, nah, this kid, he on it, man. I'm like, this kid been here before. Let him have it. <laughs> man. Enjoy your ice cream, kid. Right. But no, nah, that was my right. next one, man. But Home Alone, bro, will always be a classic. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. I uh, like that one. One last thing I was going to say on this, though, the fact of the matter that they did that shit again, leaving that kid, that shit was fucked up, man. It's bad parent in there. The first time, <laughs> I don't fault y'all, but that second time, son, come on. We won't talk about it later on in the, in the episode. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> so you know where I'm going. So you know where I'm going with that I already one. know. <laughs> All right. Hey, man. All right. You brought up that Home Alone. That hey, that's, a, that's a dope one. But check this out. What about that National Lapoon? Oh, of course. You can't go wrong. Man, dude, that's, that's always. Always. When you're watching Christmas movies. Always, man. That National Lampoon Christmas Vacation came out of 89. Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, I believe that's her name. Yep. Man, Clark Griswold, uh, Chevy Chase character. His, he's setting up a uh, Christmas, having Christmas dinner over at his place. And he invited the whole family, his in-laws and his people and stuff like that. And and it reminded me of what my mom used to do because she we, she had Christmas. My, my parents used to, she, they had Christmas over at the house where everybody come over there. Like I said, prayers, you've been over there and stuff like that. And it reminded me of that, but with way less chaos. Because his brother, he went through, he went through some, some, some things, man. His family, uh, everybody came over. His uh Christmas tree caught on fire. Uh, uh, his uncle had set the Christmas tree on fire. The cat ended up getting electrocuted. Chair got blown up. Presence was was destroyed. And worst thing, he didn't get his Christmas bonus. That was the whole thing. He was waiting on that Christmas bonus, and his boss gave him like a like a coupon or something like that. And he was like, "Oh man, this is." And he just went off, and in front of the whole family, he told, uh, "He said, hey, anybody want anybody have a gift idea? I want." He said, "I want somebody to bring my boss down here in in my living room with a big bow in his head." So of course, his cousin, played by Dennis, uh, played by Dennis Quaid, uh, went to, went out there grab him. In his PJs, kicked him in the butt, and brought him to the house. And uh, <laughs> and he he ringed him out. But you know, at the end of it, his his uh his boss was like, you know what, Carl? Now the boy, now the man name is Clark, but he called him Carl. <laughs> he said, yeah. He said the little people is what is what really what really uh make the company grow and stuff like that. Little people like you. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he fucking sunned him too. I remember, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then he said, "Whatever you get last year, you know, double it, man." And and hey, there you go. There, you know, he fell out, and you know that was before SWAT team came in and bust through the windows and doors and <laughs> to get old, get get the uh, get the boss back and stuff. But man, that 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 movie was funny, man. That movie was funny. And I'll say this to your point on that movie, uh, Jules. Dude, no matter how happy and optimistic uh, our boy Clark was, his family vacations mm. always went wrong. Always. Oh, dude. 
That's why I was like, that's why I was like, yeah, we can relate because we had family over, but way less drama. We didn't have a drama like, like what he had. Well, you know, it depends on when I got older, holidays got a little weird. <laughs> it, it depends. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what? Maybe I I I matter of fact, let me hold on. Let me let me let me let me rewind. Because as a kid, I didn't see any drama nothing like exactly. that. But maybe there's some maybe there's some drama with my parents. So I gotta talk to them. So yeah. <laughs> so on my point of view, there was no drama. Hey, I was re- reaping the benefits, food right. and, and, and clothes and toys and stuff like that. Music. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that they may that may have to be on a special uh a podcast episode when I start telling some of those stories about holidays when I got a teenage years. Woo-wee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that 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 might be that might be a version of people like, oh, good lord. But <laughs> one last thing on this movie that I thought was really kind of cool uh was the fact that you kind of rooted for Clark uh in these movies because he was like the anti-Scrooge, he was a good guy. And if you were having any sort of a Christmas crisis, if you think back to you know some of like your horror stories with the holidays, watch this movie because I'm telling you, any disaster can be overcome if you watch our buddy Clark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he overcame it too, man. He just kept going. He, I remember he was going off. He started drinking on that eggnog. Yep. But the cat, the cat been in that eggnog all day. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was drinking that eggnog. He was like, man, this is good. This he is was tearing good. that shit up, bro. <laughs> Ooh, man. I was like, squirrel, damn, man. Squirrel got in the house and the dog was chasing the squirrel, tearing up the house. Man, people, y'all got to watch that again. If you haven't seen it, get to watch it. Please watch it. Please watch it. I agree, man. That's another heat, bro. That's another heat. Well, all right, here we go. My number one. Uh-oh. Is Love Actually. Huh? Love Actually. Damn, came out of, oh man, you better add that to the list. You're gonna be busy next week. Came out in 2003. It's a it's a British, you know, movie. So basically, you know, it's in, in the UK. It's about life in the UK. Um, stars like Hugh Grant and uh also, it said uh, Kira Knightley was in it. It is really good, man. It's uh, oh damn! It's one of those movies that it'll make you laugh, it'll make you smile, it'll make you cry, and then it also for me the first time I saw it, it made me reevaluate relationships with people, bro. Because man, when you look at this, it's a story. It's like eight different stories that are unrelated, but then they kind of somehow weave them in together, right? So the whole premise behind the movie is basically like. The stories of relationships and love and the, the, the pain of love, uh, basically people that, you know, like they, there's one story in particular where a guy was in love with his best friend's fiance slash wife. You got to think about now the, the pain of this guy basically watching his boy marry this chick that he's in love with. And then in this movie, okay. what he does is one day he shows up over to their place. He plays like a little Christmas carol thing where the, he has all these different signs and he basically like comes out and lets her know. Yeah, he's like in love with her, right? Just stuff like that in this movie happens. And it's just like really, really awesome, like parallels. And another part of the movie that I thought was really cool was Hugh Grant, who plays the prime minister of uh, Great Britain in this movie. He basically was in a joint meeting with the U.S. that was played by uh, Billy Bob Thornton, who was supposed to be the president of the United States. So, of course, okay. in this movie... What they had it was they had the like Billy Bob Thornton was just coming through. He was kind of punk in the UK that Britain was going to do everything that the US said. And Hugh Grant, as prime minister, had this awesome speech where he like started talking about like all of the things that made great Britain great. 
and the fact that they were no longer going to stand down and be like America's bitches. And that shit in that movie, I was dope because I was like, man, he flexed on them. You know what I'm saying? And uh, oh, okay. also Billy Bob Thornton, his uh, his character in the movie was kind of flirting with uh, with Hugh Grant's uh, assistant, who I think later in the movie, uh, Hugh Grant and her, and her fell in love. So there was also kind of like a little side story there. He didn't like the fact that Think dude was trying to pull up on uh on his assistant. So this movie though is like is my number one. And anytime I get to hear Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas," I know it's Christmas oh, time. Nice. Uh-huh. And that's this movie is all about that song. I love Mariah. Thank you so much for that. But dude, this movie is dope. Very the, very okay. dope. Okay, love. Actually, I ain't never. I dude, I ain't never heard of it. Add it to your list. You will not. You will not. I'm telling you, you will love it. I'll say this. There were some relationships in this movie where we were basically there showing the, the fragile aspects of, of love, the, the aspects of love that are self-sacrificing. So the movie, to some, may be corny, but to me, like, I always, man, when I see something, I always, like, try to take, like, little different lessons and things out of it. So when I saw this movie, I was like, man, outside of, like, how, okay, yeah, I can see how some people are like, oh, it's kind of corny. But then I, like, kind of, like, looked a little deeper in it. I'm like, man... I don't know, man. I kind of like liking these little inner, inner stories within the movie. So I don't know. I would say check it out. But that's that's my number one. Okay, man. I dig it. I'm going to look into it too, man. Love Actually. Okay. Yes, sir. Man. All right, man. We already talked about it, but man, hey, mine is a Christmas story. Okay. Mine is, is a Christmas story. I uh, This thing right here, it, it plays Christmas Eve to Christmas Day 24. I think they run that thing 24-7 from Christmas Eve to Day, a Christmas story. Yep. And... I can sit up there and watch it back to back. That's how much I like it. I can just watch that thing back to back, man. We already talked about it, man. Got Ralphie, like you said. He wanted that Red Rider. He wanted yeah, that yeah. Red Rider, man. And everybody can relate to what they want, that one main gift. Man, I, I remember I wanted uh, Double Dragon from uh, Nintendo, the video game. Hell yeah. And my mom surprised me. She, she came home. And she woke up and it wasn't there. But then, but then, um, and like at the last minute, she was like, what's that? And I opened it up and, <laughs> and it was Double Dragon. Oh, man. Like I, say, I, I, my, like I said, I can relate to this movie here because even before then, the, to lead up to Christmas where you're going to school and stuff like that and you have to remember, you remember that one assignment Okay, folks. Okay, kids. What do you? We gonna write a letter to Santa. Now, for 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 kids that's listening, for younger people was listening. We actually did those. Yes, sir. The uh, teacher gave us assignment. Hey, you know, before Christmas break, yeah, write what uh write what you want for Christmas. You know, so I remember that. I remember the bets and stuff we used to do. Now, ain't nobody stick their tongue to no no light no uh light pole. <laughs> no, ain't nobody did no bets like that now. But I remember, you know, something like some stupid bet or something like that. And then I remember going to the malls and sitting on, well, probably before I can re- remember sitting on uh, Santa's lap. And, you know, you really would, at that age, you ain't sitting on Santa's lap. But you see him and you wave at him or something like that. So yeah. you can re- we can relate to all that. Exactly. Man, I used to be afraid of Santa, my mom said. Okay, as a little, yeah, I can see why. Big dude in a big outfit and hair and beard. Like, what is this? Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm cool on him. <laughs> yeah, but here's my list, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> you want me to throw it at him, Paula? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even give it to him. I gave it to this helper. I'm like, here, here you go. <laughs> you want a, you want my, a picture with Santa? No, I'm okay. 
<laughs> yeah, bro. yeah. I had a picture. I had a picture, man. I was like, man, maybe two men crying. Santa see? just holding. See, I was see you, crying see you, on that. See you too. Yep. Like, nope. You know what I'm saying? So, but the favorite part of the movie for me, man, when he he sat on Santa's lap and he couldn't. This dude been talking about that Red Rider all day and for part for weeks now. He get up to Santa's lap and he can't think. So, the, so the sound like, well, you want a football? He said, yeah. He said, okay. He said, get this guy off my lap. So <laughs> before he went down that slide, he stopped. He turned around, crawled back up. And he was like, he, he said he want that Red Rider carbine action, 200 shot range model air rifle. Yep. Kind of looked at him like, it's your child, kid. And then told him, ho, ho, ho. And he kicked him. He, he pushed him with his Pushed feet. him off. Yeah. He pushed him off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So he thought that was it. He thought he wasn't going to get it, man. <laughs> Until Christmas Day, like we said, like said, his father said, what's that over there in that corner? He looked, and it was that Red Rider, man. And that dude, hey, you couldn't tell him nothing. Now, man, I would just say for anybody that's listening to these movies, we'll definitely love to kind of hear your choices as you guys uh, hear this episode. But, man, you can't yeah, go wrong definitely. with a Christmas story, man. You cannot go wrong. Nah. I have one honorable mention when I wanted to go in with you, Ooh, Jules. Okay. Before we uh, go into our overrated Christmas movies, we, we're going to do a little bonus segment for you guys. But I got Die Hard as an honorable mentioned Christmas movie. Come on now. And I'm just going to tell people, hey. Come on, Perez. Yeah. Don't, hey, don't. man, that's mine too. See? Man, Dude. go ahead and talk about it, Perez. Go ahead, man. Well, you know, our boy John McClane was a bad motherfucker, bro. So you remember the movie, he was headed to that Christmas party, right? And he's trying to get his wife back. You know, I think was they separated or something? Yeah, they was yeah, they were separated because he was in um he was in LA. Yes, yes. But so a lot of people don't even realize that this was a Christmas movie, but there was Christmas elements throughout this movie, bro. So obviously they're at a Christmas mm-hmm. party, there's Christmas trees, there's lights. Santa was featured. I mean, like it just goes to show you that like this was a, a Christmas movie that people don't want to give it its credit to. Now, what about your boy Hans Gruber, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Man, Hans. What he, what he, uh, that dude, he was turning up in that movie, wasn't he? <laughs> oh man, he was popping people left and right. Yeah, yeah. Dude coming in talking about, dude coming in, he's gonna talk about, yeah, tell John to turn himself in. He was like, man, that dude gonna kill you. Yep. <laughs> and he did. And he did. Hans was no, hey, hey, Hans was that Scrooge of the movie. <laughs> he, he definitely was. R- remember when your boy John McClane, when he sent that body up to, uh, to Hans? <laughs> <laughs> what he said? He said, nah, oh, I got a yeah, machine. Uh, when he was wearing that jumper. Yeah, machine gun. He go, ho, ho, and ho. he said, ho, 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 yeah. <laughs> he said, now nah, I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Yep. But dude, Man, Hans Gruber, dude. though, he he was the perfect Christmas villain, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Perfect one. Perfect one. Man, he just, yeah, he wasn't focusing on no Christmas. He was, he was, work, he was, he want them bombs from, was it Nakatomi? Naka, Naka, Naka yeah, like Tommy like building. He wanted yeah. to get something like yeah, he wanted to he wanted to, he wanted that money. He yeah, was going, he was trying to see he was trying to steal that money. That's what he was on. Yeah, he was definitely trying to ruin Christmas, but he failed. Because mm-hmm. I remember our boy John McClain pushed him to his death. Shout out yeah. John McClain. Yeah, yippee kaye. <laughs> yeah, right. And he gets his lady at the end. It was yep. happily ever after after that. I was like, happily boy, ever after, yep. Die hard, man. So that's that's a that's an underrated. Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. So man, Jules, I'm glad you you was on you was on that with me because yeah, that was oh, what man, I wanted I'm, to I'm talk about you. real quick. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Die Hard. Yes, Ooh. sir. Yes, sir. Well, look before we get out of here, 
let's get an audience a couple of our overrated Christmas movies and then we can get going. So earlier, I gave them Home Alone 1. (laughs) Now, for overrated movie, I'm about to hit y'all with Home Alone 2. I ain't got to talk about it because that's on my list. I ain't got to talk. Go ahead, man. Now, this one came out in 92. And Jules, I just want to get your thoughts on it because for me, at the time, when I watched it, we were like still, I think we were like in grade school. I liked the movie, right? At the time. But then looking back on it, man, I'm like, this movie don't hold up like Home Alone 1 does. Because I could watch Home Alone 1 now. Mm-hmm. That second one, bro, get that shit out of my face. I do not want to watch it. Um, now, I was going to say, it has a little nostalgia associated with it. But, bro, Kevin's got the worst fucking family ever, bro. I'm sorry. I gave him the benefit of the doubt the first time that they left his ass. But did y'all do it again? Bro, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Come on. See the the first one, okay, cause she cause the mom told the daughter to do a head count. See, the neighbor came over and she yep. counted him and what thought that was Kevin. Yep. All right, I gotcha. Yep. I gotcha. The second one, Kevin be well, Kevin wouldn't be, hey, I'll have one of them dumb strings on Kevin. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, he'll be right in front of me. Kevin, you ain't gonna because of last year. Yep. Hey, listen, no, no, you uh-huh. ain't you, hey, you in my sight. Yep. Kevin, get your sleeping bag. You sleeping right here in this room with us. Now, they they it's a lot of them. So they rush into the airport again, and somehow he gets to go to New York, and everybody else went to, I think, Miami. Yep. Something like that. I'm like, well, how did he? They yeah, was in that shitty-ass hotel, too. Yeah, Perez, I'm, I'm with you, man. Ain't no way in the world Kevin's supposed to been uh, lost from the own family again, man. No, no way in the world. No. And then, okay, I'm going to hit you with another thing, too. Okay. The homeless lady that he befriended, right? Now. Okay, yeah. That was cool. It was touching and all that. But it was a bit depressing when I think back on it, right? So I tell you, I always take like little things out of these movies, man. So I was watching it a couple years ago and I thought to myself, oh, ain't that a bitch? All she getting in is Kevin basically telling her that we'll always be friends. The fuck she care about that shit, bro? She homeless. <laughs> you see all them goddamn pigeons around her? <laughs> yeah, because what was there was when she was with Central Park, wasn't she? Central Park, yeah. She was in Central Park, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah. It's Kevin might got some out of I don't know, what, but she ain't getting nothing. Hell no, she was going right back into the damn park. <laughs> she was going back to the park with them pistons. And my thing is, Kevin, you could have went to that hotel. You could have talked to your pops. Somebody could have helped this lady out. Like, come on, man, come on. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're right. Get away from yeah, all the right. damn. Maybe that would get away uh, from the damn that help that. Yeah, maybe that would help the movie out a little bit, man. Because then there's a reason. Okay, we have a re- if it wasn't Kevin having been there. She wouldn't have got this, but now, yeah, yeah, he was there, but he, she still didn't get anything. Well, a conversation, I guess. I don't. Know. Yeah, she got a conversation, and was she? What did he give her like a dove or something? Yeah, I think so, man. I, good, I, good looking out, Kevin. Yeah, nah, this was definitely over. Yeah, this was definitely on my I'm on my list too, man. I'm just saying, Home Alone two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> what is the raspberry? Man, give me raspberry. What do you have for your other one, overrated? Oh one? man, jingle, jingle all the way. Oh God, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> yeah. get that shit out of here too. <laughs> jingle all the way. If you watch it once, okay, but that you don't need more after that. I'm a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan too. It's cool to watch once, but a little cheesy. You know, so a little cheesy. Okay, so you got two pops, two fathers. You got, you know, my man Sinbad in it. You know, Sinbad cool. 
funny comedian and stuff like that. But Sinbad and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger character, uh, he played Howard and Sinbad played uh, Myron, or Myron or something like that. And last minute shopping, they're both both their kids wanted this Turbo action, this Turbo Man action figure. I guess it's the hottest thing out. It's like it's like PS Five because you can't find that thing nowhere. <laughs> and they, they waited to, to Christmas Eve to get this thing. And stores close early on Christmas Eve. So this is a lesson that if people, y'all listen to this, please do not shop. Don't wait to the last minute, man. I don't think anybody went to the last minute anyway. I think everybody doing their shopping online now. So, yeah. So, so yeah. So they're fighting. So the premise of the day, uh, this movie, they're fighting back and forth to try to get this one last turbo action figure from this radio station that's giving away one. But they end up getting into this parade, dressing as, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger dressing as the Turbo Man action figure and Sinbad dressing as the villain. They get into a fight and stuff like that. Of course, Arnold win. He gets the dial. Give it to his son. But his son, give it to a Sinbad character. Say, no, get it to your son because my dad is the real action hero. The end. That's all I got for it. <laughs> I was going to say this, man, because I, I know uh, a lot of people, like, when, when Arnold Schwarzenegger with some of these comedic roles that he had, I thought they were kind of mm-hmm. trash. I didn't mind Kindergarten Cop, but a lot of them, I'm like, yeah, you can keep this shit. But... Mm-hmm. I don't mind dumb, dumb entertainment movie as long as it's done well, right? Um, uh-huh. I'll say this. If people want to watch a good, dumb Xmas movie, Christmas movie, check out Ernest mm. Saves Christmas. It's on Netflix right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Ooh, damn. Check oh, that man, one out. I about that one. Good but one, that, good one. But, but that jingle all the way, get that shit mm-hmm. out of here, man. Get it <laughs> out of here. So I'm going to give you mine before we get out of here. Elf. Okay. Is the most overrated Christmas movie I've ever seen in my life. Chris, Elf, Elf, with 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 uh uh Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell. Yep, get it out of here. Chris, yep. now I'm shocked, man. I gotta hear this. I gotta hear the reason. And and for our listeners, anybody listening to this, I want all the smoke. This shit is so <laughs> overrated. <laughs> now nah, this is shocking, man. I know I it is. That movie was funny. Now okay, check it I gotta out. hear it. I gotta hear. Right. It. I gotta hear it now. The first few times I like I watched it and saw it, I was like, okay, it's cool. But then I got worn out on it, bro. So for me, all the movies that I had on my list are movies that I could watch over and over again, man. I mean, these movies that I gave you guys today are movies that I could probably watch 10 to 15 years from now, mm-hmm. and I'll still smile and I'll be still happy about. Mm-hmm. This movie here, right. I would rewatch this shit now. Um, now, just to give you guys an idea, in the last couple of weeks, I watched uh, A Very Heroine and Kumar Christmas, and I watched that a couple times, and that's another one that I kind of think is kind of funny. That's a movie that I'll watch in the future. But this one here, new no, sir. Buddy the Elf is one of the most annoying characters in Christmas, basically, history to me. No disrespect to Will Ferrell, but mm-hmm. a grown-ass man in the elf costume, bro, who's out here eating cotton balls and shouting and shit, man, come on, stop. This dude was like bouncing around like Tigger half the goddamn movie. It was giving me anxiety. I was like, can you keep the fuck still, bro? Stop fucking this. Heat. <laughs> dude, it was making me nervous. <laughs> Wait, man, you mean to tell me, can you relate to this to this to the to the syrup? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro. That sugar? No, that sugar. Yeah, no. Dude, think about this. Think about this with Jules and our audience. Imagine. Okay, fine. I could give Buddy the Elf being excited around Christmas time, right? <laughs> but can you imagine uh-huh. when January 2nd comes around and this son of a bitch is still around you with all that goddamn excitement? <laughs> I'll be ready to put hands on him, bro. 
<laughs> but wait a minute. What's up? All the, the decorations and stuff like that. It, it was cool. But okay. What one thing I want to ask you. So remember when he gets the snow globe and he's got the Empire State Building mm-hmm. on there, right? Right? Mm-hmm. How does he just automatically get there? No direction, no nothing. Just shows up at the Empire State Building, right? Looking for his, his pops. Then they give him a job, bro. You got this weird ass <laughs> fucking dude in an elf costume. He gets a job working with kids. Now think about this, because I tell y'all, I think about this shit like at a different level sometimes with these movies. This man got no background. Comes from the North Pole, right? But y'all get him a job and he got to be around kids with no background check. Just think about that, audience. So all I'm going to say. <laughs> he, he get that job because uh, <laughs> of his costume. Yeah. <laughs> but they got, no them around these damn, got them around these damn kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, people thought that that was just his, his act. You know, they didn't think that, that, that was for real. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> and also, too, he traveled all the way from the North Pole. How come that, how, that damn costume went dirty? That shit was clean as shit, bro. <laughs> He's magical. Man, he magically <laughs> fucking lame. <laughs> tell me, hey, let, now listen, tell okay. me you wasn't laughing when they had that snowball fight. The snowball fight was cool. <laughs> that was cool. He scoped, dude, he scoped dude down a half a block. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> I did laugh on that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. But audience, overrated. Overrated, overrated, and also don't even get me talking about how when he when he was trying to get with old girl. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, his brother had to tell him what to do. Yeah, yeah. Because he was his, his little knowledge. <laughs> man, I remember he just like walked in on her and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, yeah. So I don't oh, know. Damn, buddy, the elf, buddy, the elf. But he was he helped bring back people's belief in Santa Claus. Because remember, when people start thinking, it was, it was believing in Santa Claus, then that slave was able to, to start working. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you was like, Ed? Yeah. It's, still, it's still a crappy move. Still tough. Are you, you going to give it a raspberry too? <laughs> No, nah, they don't even deserve a raspberry. That's too much energy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and dude, and I already know people when they hear this, they're gonna be texting and saying all kind of crazy shit to me. But just know, if you come at me and say why I'm wrong, they make sure you got reasons why I should reconsider my opinion on it. Because I'm telling you, I gave y'all. If you think about what I said, I gave y'all strong reasons why this movie was overrated. I'm just saying, I gave you strong reasons. So just when you come for me. Just don't miss. So just okay. let y'all know. <laughs> That's cool. And then, like you said, man, we want people to uh, the, the chime in and tell us their overrated and their favorite uh, uh, movies. Because we would like to hear. We would like to know. Yeah, man. Because this this the time of year, man, and we know everybody right now, especially with how hard 2020 has been. So on this episode, man, we wanted to bring some good vibes. And obviously, man, this is the time of year where people are trying to trying to get their mentals right. And so we want to help you guys by giving you some movie ideas that maybe can help you get into the spirit a little bit, but just don't check out elf. Just don't do it. <laughs> just don't. Oh, wow. Do it. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw elf the other day. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I was watching the other day. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> what you just, oh, you just, what man. you just want something on while your vacuum was doing the work over there. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh well. I, you know the funny thing about it is I, I might watch Elf, Elf and then think about what you said. I'm like, oh man, this stuff is corny. See? <laughs> Especially when, <laughs> you see with that sugar and that syrup, you be like, oh, Press was right, man. Damn. <laughs> you like, shit, dude will be cool until December 26th and that come around. You like, bro, can you go sit down somewhere? Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, that man, he put, he had that spaghetti and he put some, um, some syrup on it and talking about, I made breakfast. Made breakfast, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm like, what is this? See, what you, you, see, you already bring it up. See, now audience, he's already talking <laughs> himself into it. Oh, <laughs> I'm telling you, oh, Jules is gonna text me this week and be like, man, you know, what? I might see a little bit of where you're coming from. I might see a little, <laughs> but he was definitely oh. filling me with Home Alone too. So he was definitely. Oh me man, ooh, ooh, that's rough. And we ain't even gonna mention three. <laughs> What? Who? <laughs> yeah, right. Nope. Not even oh, worth it. Man. Not even worth it. Man, man, Prez, man, I appreciate this, man. This is a good one here, boy. I've been laughing, but when we, when we first got on to, to now, man, it's been good memories, man. Yes, sir. Good vibes all the way through. And audience, we hope that when you guys are listening to us, talk about our childhood, talk about some of these memories, and then also talk about some of these movies. We hope that you guys are smiling and also kind of thinking about some of your happy moments uh, with your family. So, and without further ado, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for listening. Jules, going to hit him with that curtain call, bruh. This curtain call goes out to all of you, our listeners. Your support of this podcast has been amazing, and we have grown quicker and faster than we could have ever envisioned. We appreciate each and every one of you and look forward to even bigger and better things for this podcast in 2021. As my man Prez said, without you, we wouldn't be. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. God bless. Thank you. And thank you for that curtain call, my man. As always, you can find this podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Deezer. We appreciate your continued support of this podcast. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace.